0: Can you believe that we're halfway through 2020? Normally, at the halfway point of the year, I'm ringing cowbells and I'm so excited to celebrate how far we've come. And it's not that we shouldn't celebrate getting halfway through 2020 because it's been quite a year. I mean, just saying. But I think when I'm thinking about my goals and I'm thinking about what this next season is going to hold, I have a lot of mixed. Feelings about it. If you've been here on Chronically Cultivating for a while, you know that I love to goal plan and I am in love with my Power Sheets goal planner. Every 90 days, we do a refresh and we just kind of focus on this season, what we hope it will hold and what we think it will hold and where we feel God is calling us to move. I have a lot of thoughts about being halfway through the year. How do we set goals right now? How do we take the things that we have learned and move forward on them and what if we just don't feel like goal setting right now because effectively we're ready for 2020 to be done and if you're somewhere in the middle of all of that just like I am then you're in the right place hey friends I'm Cassie And I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. So I was looking back on this past quarter, and I noticed something that was kind of funny to me. The last time that you and I just sat down to have a conversation, just the two of us, was when we were talking about our goals in, for all of spring. And I just think that's kind of neat. And I was reflecting on that and just realizing that there is a lot that has happened in the last 90 days. You know, I think about the first 30 days, you know, when we were moving into April and I was at my normal. Things weren't awesome health-wise, but things were still like I was able to do what my average normal was as far as what I knew my workload could be and how to take care of my body. I was pretty much on the same page. At that time, we were still loving Foxy very well. Um, as Um We had her here for that last month uh, to do all of her care. So there was a lot going on. We had no idea that 90 days later, my health would be drastically different. And then around 60 days ago, we did say goodbye to Foxy and we celebrated two years of marriage. And then over this past month, which we're going to talk way more about this next week, um, but I've been working to unlearn the unintentional yet biased stereotypes with the hope to aid our church and our community in racial reconciliation and equity moving forward. And in the last 90 days, we repurposed the sunroom. And I have been delighting in my garden down there. So much has grown. If I look at the pictures of when everything was planted to what it looks like now, it is crazy. And I never could have imagined that. Honestly, when I look back on the last 90 days, God didn't just grow the garden. He has grown me so much. You know, those times in the soil were times where God was teaching me more than I had ever planned on learning. It's hard because I also think about what I thought the past 90 days would have held. I thought that I was going to be focusing on cultivating holy habits and consistent unscheduled routines and what i mean by that is that i work really hard to kind of have a plan of okay when i get up this is what i want to do and not have it time specific because whether i'm up at 8 in the morning or i'm up at 10 or 11 because you know life quarantine right you know i still will do the same things when i get up they're not time restrictive and I had planned to continue to listen and accept where my body is at but I didn't know that my body was going to be this hard to love and appreciate and listen to. Those were the things I thought would be happening yet if I'm being really honest the past 90 days have held mostly bed rest and tears, honest Hard prayers, blank boxes of things that were left unchecked, lots of unfolded baskets of laundry, tough medical and social conversations, lots of ice packs. So, so many ice packs. And the ultimate reliance on my amazing care partner and husband and also on Jesus nothing looked how i thought it would in the best and the worst ways and to be honest i'm okay with that you know april started out pretty decent and i reached a fair amount of my goals while cherishing the final weeks that foxy was here with us honestly right after foxy had passed that was when things got messy a few days later after we had said goodbye to her and started processing our life in quarantine without her because you know we we had built our entire quarantine around having her here. We had had her since the start of quarantine she required 24/7 care between either Jared or I, not necessarily care but attention, so we didn't really know what to do with ourselves after that and we were kind of figuring out what life looked like and I ended up having a massive injury at the start of May. I fainted and fell, and there were multiple dislocations and subluxes, and what I thought was going to be just a blip in the road turned into a long month of pain and recovery. So needless to say, it may not go the way I planned. And when June was rolling around, I assumed that I would be back to my version of normal, similar to what March and April had looked like for me this past year. And I could not have been more wrong. Um, basically, there were also very few check marks and progress boxes filled in June. And I'm a huge believer in recording a victory every single day. I've been doing that for quite some time, as many of you know. And in June, I didn't even have the strength to do that. There's nothing there in the month of June, if that kind of puts in perspective what this month has looked like and that brings me to here. We're at the end of June and I'm trying to figure out what this next season is going to hold. You know there's a quote that I've been meditating on over the past 90 days which was I asked God to help me grow and it started raining. I had a very good friend send me this quote in the middle of April. I had no idea. How close that quote and I were going to come for those that don't know uh, my word of the year is grow and my goodness it has not gone at all how I expected it to if you have been here for any length of time you know that I love gardening I meet God in the garden and there's nothing that I love more than garden metaphors and all of the things right but I was a very unlikely gardener. And now it has become my favorite hobby and way to worship. You know, I used to feel closest to God when I was in the studio. And I've learned how to worship God without being physically active. But there was just something that didn't feel totally filled. It was as if that hole hadn't Just had real closure and now I have found him in the garden. He has used the garden, whether that be my original and still very faithful windowsill garden to now a full garden to bring scripture and how he cares for us to life in a new way. One of the things that I have learned about plants is that too much of anything is bad. Too much sun, too much rain, too much food. There has to be a balance. And that too much has really stuck out to me lately, more specifically, the rain. As a bit of a backstory, I'm extremely allergic to mold. That means that I have to be really careful about how I water my indoor plants. So I've learned how to use some different hacks that work great, like using ground cinnamon um, in my soil, I've learned how to water just at the center of the pot, you know, those things. But the greatest lesson that I learned about indoor plants that don't get full, complete sun is that you need, you can't water that plant until the soil has dried out. Staying wet just creates molds and ultimately the plant is rotting. And that's kind of how I'm feeling lately. I feel like I'm molding and rotting. Now, you may say, Cassie, I think you're over-exaggerating and being a little bit dramatic here. And I won't disagree with you, but hear me out. In the past season of life, I have felt drenched and far past the point of being well-watered. Quite frankly, <laughs> I have had many a conversations uh, with God about this and how this isn't how he should be taking care of me. And I've been very vocal about the fact that I need more sun. Now, during May, I was really leaning into that quote of, again, going back to that, I asked God to help me grow and it started raining. As frustrated as I was, I tried to keep that growth mindset. But once June came, and my health didn't change, and life was just as hard as last month my attitude and mindset felt very overwhelmed and broken and I have been processing that over pretty much all of June you know my body is failing me and getting progressively worse and at this point for some of the specific things that are problematic there aren't any more treatment options available that I'm a candidate for I've been on bed rest and barely clear headed enough to be in the word here with you on the blog in a consistent fashion. And due to clinic precautions, I'm still in full quarantine as I am immunocompromised. So I like cannot have anyone over inside my house. Um, not even family, not even people that are also social distancing. Like it's just not there. And it just feels, between all of those things, like it's pouring. So where do we move forward from here? How do we goal plan with so much uncertainty and brokenness? And how do we worship through what's going on right now? How do we face the storm and still say, God, you are still so good? Well, we go to the word and that's where we're going to go. So one night, out of sheer frustration, after God and I had had another lengthy discussion about how I felt he should be growing me, I opened up the Bible app, and I decided to search the word grow in multiple translations to see every verse I could find that said the word grow in it. And probably because of my word of the year was grow, and I was arguing with God about growth, I truly had no idea what I was looking for, but I knew I needed to hear him because I just felt like literally his voice was being drowned out, which I laugh at because I'm talking about, you know, feeling like I'm just being poured on consistently, but that's just a bad joke. So we're just going to move forward. Um, you know, but I, I ultimately knew that I needed to hear him and I needed to quiet my emotions and my feelings, and all that was going on around me and internally in me so that I could hear him because the rain was too hard and too loud for me to think. And then after about 45 minutes, I came to James 1, 3, and 4. Now, many people know this verse. um, I think especially the NIV version of this verse is shared quite often. So I want to read the beginning of that chapter to you just so you see where um where i'm going with this because it's really important so in james 1 and we're starting in verse 2 this is we've many people have heard this and we use it as encouragement um but i want you just to think about these words for a minute so consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So that's the verse that I think in the translation in the NIV that we hear all the time. And then I read it in the NLT. And to be honest, it changed everything. So this translation in verse three says, For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. And then this is what stopped me dead in my tracks. Verse four says, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So let it grow. I got chills, tears flooded to my eyes because I heard him. I heard him loud and clear. I needed to just let it being me grow rather than focusing on the rain I needed to fix my eyes on the literal and spiritual Sun and all those things I listed earlier here are the good things that are still coming from that yes my body is still failing me and I need to process and work through that but that doesn't mean that I can't grow or enjoy the Sun It's awakened me to realizing that I need to cherish the times of sun. Just like my plants, I need to soak all of it up. And soaking up sun can be done in the smallest of rays. Yes, I've spent 38 out of the past 60 days in recovery in bed. And that's true. But in that time, my marriage has grown stronger. And because of quarantine, Jared has been here for it, which is the greatest blessing. is a ray. Now yes, I have not been as active in ministry as I hoped, but in that time God allowed others to pour into me and gave me a season to be quiet and listen really, really hard. That was a ray. And yes, I'm still in full quarantine protocol and I cannot have people come inside our house. But because we have a deck off the sunroom, people can still come over and visit outside on the deck while I'm in the sun porch. That is a ray. Are you catching on to where I'm going with this? It is still going to rain. It might even still pour, but this is when I need to trust that he's got it. And that's what faith looks like. It's taking the good and the bad, but cherishing the good. You know, when I plant my seeds, I never expect that they're going to get the perfect amount of rain or the perfect amount of sun or that I'm going to give them the perfect amount of nutrients because I know that in this lifetime while on earth, nothing is ever going to be perfect. I just have to do the best I can with what I've got and give it all back to him. And I can't promise a full life of answers for me, and I surely can't promise a life full of answers for you, but I can cling to his promises. I can soak up all the sunshine, and I truly believe that I can endure all the winters That life is going to bring because of his grace and that's my word for this season is grace so every 90 days the power sheets cultivate what matters specifically encourages you to think about your word of the year and what you really want to focus on and some people don't like uh, to change their word and i don't actually change my word i found kind of a happy medium where i take whatever that word is. And I say, okay, my word of the year is this. So what do I want to focus on? So my my main real goal in this season is going to be to grow in grace. And this is not going to be an easy season. I am having to relearn everything I thought I knew about my body and goal setting and how to even goal set right now. I'm having to simplify and do things different. And Except the fact that God has called me to worship him by taking care of my body right now. And that's what I need to do. I will make that my number one priority. And it's going to hurt. And I will grieve the losses as I adjust to whatever this new normal is going to bring for my body. And I will get frustrated through that trial and error. And I'm sure God and I are going to have a lot more discussions. Um... (laughs) as I go through, but I am determined to let it grow me. And in regards to my goal setting, for instance, I know it's going to look very different. I'm going to hopefully brave leaving lots of lines blank and even the well-intended boxes and progress mar- marks that I thought would be there just unchecked. I'm going to work really hard to soak up the good days and be really intentional with the time that he gives me to be how i perceive productive and really work on showing myself more grace than guilt and i don't know what you're growing through right now i don't know if you're in a razy season two but i encourage you to let it whatever that it is grow i want to share what my goals are for the next season ahead They're not time-specific or honestly really specific at all, but after much prayer, this is what they are. My scores on my evaluation of my goal refresh to look at evaluating each area of my life, such as health and friendships, finances, spiritual growth, my marriage, ministry, all of those kind of things were definitely lower than they've been in the past and i am okay with that and i'm okay with that because trying to compare myself to what my body could do 90 days ago is not fair to me and my body is just in a very different place and i can't change that i can't change my genes there is nothing more that i can do but i can still grow in this body and that is what i want to do and in these goals you know i hear God so loudly and he has just been whispering this truth that I've clung to over the past few years uh, which is her collagen may be weak, but her God is strong and For those that don't know EDS affects your collagen. It just makes it pretty much trash So that has been something that I've clung to to remember of yes, my collagen my body my genes are weak but he is strong And that has been loud and clear to me. So I only have four goals and I didn't let myself go past four. So I just want to share them with you. Number one is to let it grow. And to help me do that, I want to focus on choosing the word over the world. I want to make sure that when I wake up in the morning, that I go to him first, I'm in the word first, before I open social media, before I open my email, before I check my text messages, I want to choose him first every day. And even if it's not going to be perfect and I can't do as much as I want, I want to make sure that I'm starting my day. Even if it's simply praying for five minutes, I want to start my day with him. And then medically, what plays into that is Choosing grace over guilt and Really leaning into that My goal for my personal self is going to be to savor the sunshine and In the sense of getting actual Sun by spending time in the sunshine to Focusing on good things good people and good relationships and honestly savoring that God has to show me as he is the literal son and yes I'm having so much fun with this metaphor and I'm not even gonna pretend that I'm not (laughs) and then um, with that goal I also want to delight in the garden I want to watch it grow I want to learn and just see God work because when I look at the past 90 days I've been really frustrated but something so beautiful Is looking at the photos of what my garden looked like in April to what it looks like now and to see that even though I felt like nothing was growing and moving that was a physical way for me to see God saying I'm still here I'm still moving I am still present even in this so That's been a huge comfort to me and I want to delight in that and savor that because before I know it, 90 days from now, summer is going to be gone and the garden will be kind of finishing off. So I want to cherish it while I have it. And my hope is that Jared and I will grow together. We've used this quarantine to focus a lot on our marriage and we just want to continue to grow together. And my fourth goal is my goal that includes you. And that's what I want to be very authentically active with clear boundaries. I want to make sure that I am making this community as inclusive as possible, but also not feeling this pressure to have to produce more than my body can handle. So that's where I want to be authentically active with you more on different social media platforms than here, because... I know that my body is going to be imperfect. And I'm gonna be okay with that. That's it. Those are my goals. And even for my plans, uh, for July, I made another goal to only have under 10 things on that list of things. Because I know that my focus right now needs to be on my body. And, you know, this whole year has been uncertain um but my body has taken a turn that we didn't expect at this time that really no one saw coming and it is going to take a lot of my time and attention and processing and that's where I know I need to be because I want to make sure that as I'm walking through this I am processing everything I don't want to just say You know, we're not throwing a positivity prescription on this. I'm not just saying, oh, well, I'm just going to focus on the sunshine and just totally neglect everything that's going on because I know that's not helpful either. And if you've been here for a little while, you also know how vocal I am about positivity prescriptions. So I know the danger in them and I don't want to participate in that. And I'm working really hard to find that balance of joy And hope while also saying life is very uncertain that is so frustrating and hard and painful here on chronic cultivating I never want you to leave a podcast where you feel like that was great but there's nothing to apply and yes there are so many practical tips I could give but today I want to just leave you with some words of encouragement I encourage you to embrace leaving blank lines on your to-do list and your goal planners and your schedules. And when you do fill in those lines and you realize you can't check off the most well-intended hope-filled boxes that you planned for, that you can give yourself grace when you need to leave them blank, I want to encourage you to remember that slow growth is still growth and to just embrace that and that you do not have to feel guilty for things that you cannot control. Most importantly though, I want to encourage you to in the most cliche way of possibly saying it, focus on the sunshine and not the shade. I want you to embrace the sun, meaning soaking up all the good days, all the good minutes of a day if that's what it comes down to to focusing on leaning into the word choosing to focus on the Son, which when we look at scripture we know is jesus christ i just want to encourage you with that to look at that situation and whether you are able to smile or you have tears running down your face i pray that you can go to him and say lord Just help me let it grow and it hurts and it's painful and I don't want to do that. But Lord, help me come to peace with this and please still grow me even in ways that I don't want to grow. And it's okay if you hear me say that and do not agree because this whole month has been a very up and down time of processing and prayer and reflection and talking to mentors. It took me a while to get here and I'm honestly not there yet. It is a goal. I will slowly embrace letting it grow and trusting that God knows how to grow me and it's not going to be perfect. It is going to be so messy and so uncomfortable and so painful. But that's what real growth is. So as you're looking at the next 90 days, maybe you're sitting exactly where I'm at right now today. And you want to be hopeful, but you just feel so hurt that you don't even know how to do that anymore. My prayer for you is that you put one foot in front of the other, that you grow slowly, little by little, because we know that it all adds up, and that God would reveal himself to you in this time and help you see the rays when you have them to treasure those good moments and good days so that when the bad ones come and you're being drenched, you can hold on to those things and that you will choose to focus on the word over the world. I'll be praying that you and I can embrace and live out grace over guilt because life doesn't have to go or grow as you planned to be fulfilling. God will meet you right where you are because he will go anywhere that you invite him. That's my plan for the next 90 days. And if you need more resources on how I'm doing this or just where to look for encouragement, know that you can always head to livingthechronicillnesslife.com where I talk all about this and how I goal plan and I spell everything out. I guess I'll catch you guys in the sunshine. This episode was brought to you by the Speaking to the Heart podcast network. If you would like the show notes for this episode or want to check out the other wonderful shows the network has to offer, feel free to head to speakingtotheheart.org. Keep the devices in your home protected from Wi-Fi threats with Xfinity x X-Fi. If it's connected, it's protected. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Switch to Xfinity today and get a great offer. You'll get fast speeds and the best in home Wi Fi experience with Xfinity XFi. And now you can get advanced security for free when you get the XFi Gateway. That's a $72 value per year. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1 800 Xfinity, or visit an Xfinity store to switch today. Restrictions apply.